0: Welcome back, Coffin Bond listeners, for Podcast 54, a special guest today, and I think in times like this, it's going to be a bit exciting for us. We have Peter Turin, and I reckon today's going to be positive. I reckon you're going to actually feel the energy come through. We have the video recording here, so whether we go the audio or the visual, I'm not sure, but Peter, welcome. Maybe both, Jamie, maybe both. (laughs) Peter, welcome on.
1: I, I gotta tell you, I'm I'm already laughing. I love the introduction, my friend, and it is. This is sitting down with friends, so this is this is this is pretty exciting for me too, mate.
0: It is, and it's uh, what we'll talk about. I guess is keeping that positivity in a world that we live in right now. We're all on Zoom right now. We're all in different offices, and the world's a little bit different. Yeah. How are you finding things, Peter?
1: A little bit different. Yeah, exactly as you say, it is a little bit different, but. Yeah, with it comes opportunity as well doesn't it yeah Um, we need to accept okay the things that we can't do but focus on the things that we can do and for me I try to live my life like that but it's really forced me to sit down and think and hopefully act differently moving forward so I'm giggling a little bit because I chatted to a lady before it all hit the fan and she was telling me she, when I, she's a senior executive in a global company, how she has no time for exercise and no time for reading. Well, guess what? She's run out of excuses. She's got plenty of time for all of those things. So it really oh, yeah. is about I, You and I know that we can't go to the cinema, we can't go to restaurants, we, we can't go to the gym, we can't hug people who we love and who we care about. So let's focus on the things that we can do. And I'm sure that's something that we'll probably talk a little bit more about. In yeah, well,
0: so I guess let's start off though, let's uh, have Tony New sitting here and, and this is where the relationship really comes in. Um, I, I've heard this story many of moons at times and it's, it's, it's enjoyable. So I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to Tony for a bit. He did say he was going to mute himself a fair bit today, which is a bit exciting for me, um, <laughs> but Tony, I'll let you start and I, I, you can introduce Peter and how you know Peter um, and, and what you guys are working on together, uh, but then we will handball it to Peter and it'll be good to hear, hear another voice.
2: Yes, it will be. Yeah. Pete. It's, it's it's quite interesting. Sorry that you just spoke about the senior executive, that lady. Uh, I stood on the scales this morning and went straight down to my computer when I was meant to be studying, and went online and hired a treadmill. So there you go. So so we do. We do have to sometimes, you know, look. Look at. I can't go to the gym on a daily basis at the moment. With my knees, I can only jog on the treadmill three times a week. So I can't go jogging around the park. So that's what I did. But. Yeah, just uh um, how ha- how Mr. Turin and myself met. So sorry, Jamie, was... just
0: quickly I oh, just quickly the world has changed. My girlfriend has my my fiance he has me running. So that's how much the
2: world changed right now. And as you know, I don't do that. So we are living in unprecedented times. That is very <laughs> unprecedented because I've seen <laughs> Jamie run. I've been telling him to run on the football field when I was training him and
0: I Jamie doesn't run. But Jamie will, doesn't run. I will let <laughs> I will let you fire away anyway. I just want to chuck that bit in there.
1: So, so, Pete, you know, were. Boy, sorry I, sorry to interrupt. I just want you to know my favourite topic is me. So, can we move it away from you two and talk more about that?
2: <laughs> so, how we met Peter Turin. So, it's uh, so hopefully your second favourite topic is about us, of course, and our relationship, our, our long term marriage that you and I have had together since first meeting probably 18, 19 years ago now.
1: Yes,
2: mate. Yeah, so it's uh, when we were both younger men used uh, to look exactly the same. You haven't aged a bit. Uh, so, so, but uh, in, basically, it was about 18 or 19 years ago. Uh, I was a guest speaker at a conference that was run by uh, Colonial at the time down in the Dandenongs, Mount Dandenong. And the gentleman who was a guest speaker after me was this guy who caught my attention. His name was Peter Turin, gave a talk, uh, was giving a talk about Uh, black belt in excellence back then and i when i read the bio i thought what does a guy who's owned you know probably four or five chemists successful third damn black belt in taekwondo going to be talking to a bunch of financial advisors now I thought my topic was very relevant, uh, but what's this guy? And me coming from a martial arts background too, having done it for about 14 years, I was very interested to see what this guy had to do. And on came this guy in his um, Taekwondo uniform with his black belt, with his three white stripes on there, or gold stripes. I think they're gold stripes. Uh, So it's... um, well, I just painted them gold. Yeah, okay. So it's, uh, and absolutely blew me away with your presentation. I thought it was magnificent. Never got a chance to speak to you though, but uh, it was probably about two years later, you were the MC and main platform speaker at a conference up in Port Douglas that was run by, is it Lonsdale or DKN? I think it was DKN um, at the time. And I was also a guest speaker up there as well, but this time we did get to have a chat around the pool and that's how our relationship has grown. And yes, yeah, so Pete, you've been in the dozens of times, dozens upon dozens of times, I've heard you actually present, you inspire me every single time. And that's been our relationship and friendship that has formed over nearly 20 years now.
1: Yeah, amazing, mate. I feel blessed, quite seriously. I know we, we, we joke and kid around a lot, but I think that's part of the. The beauty of this, and I love the fact that Jamie's so much a part of it now as well. It brings a different energy and enthusiasm um, into it. But uh, for certain, you know, you and me, you know, we've really stood the test of time, and it really is a friendship that's blossomed. And you know, I'd love to think that one of the things that we might get the chance to talk a bit about today is what we've got planned uh, when we come out the other side of this challenging time, because I think the best is still to come.
2: I totally agree with with you, but Pete, you you do have um, an amazing message. You know, you have traveled all around the world. Uh, I don't know if you've ever counted the amount of cities uh, or presentations that you've given around the world, but you travel all around the world. You're probably one of the most sought after speaker. Your energy levels are like... You know, giving a five-year-old a Red Bull and a bag of red jelly beans before jumping on stage, uh, but but that's your and having known you for twenty years, that's not put on. That's your energy level all the time. Uh, that's why you still only weigh fifty-four kilos. Uh, <laughs> so You got so much energy. But but that message that you do give, realistically, you know, easy to do, easy not to do. That message hasn't even changed in respect to the environment that we're in today. Would that be correct?
1: Uh, like I think if anything, it's just reinforced the power of the message. You know, some of the communication I've had from people all around the globe in the last short period of time has just blown me away how the easy to do, easy not to do your choice message has really kept them together, you know, focusing on the things that they can do, you know, the, the people that they've reached out to by just simple acts of of kindness. I actually posted something on LinkedIn just recently, uh, this morning actually. on on just that, on a simple act of kindness. And and already what people have come back with, about the people that they've reconnected with, about the time that they've spent with their kids or their grandkids, or going for a walk with loved ones, just doing the things that that we never made the time to do. These things are easy to do, but a lot of people have chosen easy not to do. That's a choice too, by the way. Uh, And I think now it's really reinforced what matters most in people's lives. You know, as I said, the things that we can't do, we can't go to the gym or to restaurants or to, you know, to uh, you know, cinemas and so on. And, you know, yes, I, I get that. So let's stay really, really focused on the things that are going to serve us well moving forward. And getting back to relationships is not a bad start, is it? And, and, and actually, even before relationships, you know, we started this conversation talking about our own, you know, having a bit of a giggle about treadmills and running but really it does start with you first. And I know it's a bit cliched And we talk about that oxygen mask on an airplane, you know, put yours on first. And it's very, very plain, you know, the reason why, you know, if you if you don't take care of yourself, then you can't take care of anybody else. And I'm loving watching people out walking early in the morning. I'm watching, you know, dads and their little kiddies walking together in the morning. I'm loving watching mamas playing basketball in the driveway with, you know, with little kids. I, I'm loving, I'm loving that part of what we're going through right now.
0: Mm, Have you found with the messaging, Peter, um, talking to people through this time that they are relating to that message and they're they're putting more time into finding what matters the most? Are you finding people are struggling? Where's sort of the the energy there?
1: Let's just go back a step for people that are not familiar with the message. You know, for me, I've Everything I've done in my life, and what I've learned sits under my philosophy of easy to do, easy not to do, your choice. I really do believe that, that life is a, you know, you get to choose and everything in life is a choice between easy to do and easy not to do. And choosing easy to do means focusing on what you can do rather than on what you can't do. And it is the first step to achieving anything in your life, but it's also the second step and the third step, and the, and I think you get the picture. And what I've learned is that best in the world, the best individuals, organizations, companies, learn to find it easy to do the things that others find easy not to do. And really what I'm talking about is having the courage to get into the game, okay? whatever game it is that you want to get into it's not a game that i'm making up it may be the game of better relationships with your with loved ones it may be getting in the game of your own health and fitness it may be getting in the game of financial security well if that's the game you want to get into have the courage to take that first step it's easy to do it's easy not to do ring my financial planner it's as simple as a phone call you either make the call or you don't and and we know that within any game that you play that there will be obstacles and barriers. So you've got to rise to the challenge. There'll always be challenges. And we're going through challenging times now. So I've got to ask myself some, some better questions. You know, what do I need to do more? What do I need to do better? What do I need to do differently? The biggest question I'm asking myself right now is who else do I need on my team? Okay, I don't want to spend too much time by myself, particularly in challenging times. Where you, I think doing nothing and spending time on your own is where the fear sets in, where the anxiety sets in, where the stress levels, but a simple phone call, a communication like this, we're already smiling before we even started this call today, because it was so joyful, this coming together, the fact that we're sitting in remote places, but that we genuinely care about each other, and I think like little kids in a toy shop, I think we were all looking forward to this call today, I certainly was. You know, I wake up 15 times during the night because I couldn't wait to speak to Jamie and Tony. And I thought, you know, how cute is that?
0: I knew but that, Pete. I knew once I, once I spoke to you yesterday, I knew I had you for today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did. You did. Because for me, that's what this is about. Okay? It's about, when I say who else do I need on my team, I think the way forward is through collaboration. And, you know, that's been an amazing thing that, you know, Tony and I over, over 18, 19, 20 years, I think it was our destiny was that we were always going to do something together. Yeah,
0: we
2: will.
0: Yeah, because Pete, it, it what I, like- what, yeah. So Pete, what I love is we actually had this conversation um, yesterday and we were talking about you talk about getting into the game. Um now your business has been impacted massively by not being able to get into a room with, you know, thousands of people and present to them because yeah. that that's where the basis is. I know you have your coaching and your mentoring, but we're talking about, you know, reviewing things and, and getting into the game and, and going through different times and what you need to do to challenge yourself. And it was interesting. I was on your LinkedIn um, and I love this and, and I'm sure you will too, Peter, but Warwick Merry wrote a um, recommendation on your page and, and it's just awesome to see you've already moved your business and you're already doing things and getting into that game. But he said, with the world rapidly embracing virtual presentations, the question is often, will the energy of the speaker come through? Based on a fantastic presentation from Peter, I can only, honestly say it was like he was in the room with me. His down to earth observations, energetic delivery, and genuine concern for all the virtual sessions were amazing. He doesn't shy away from the truth, but shows us some of the choices we can have with working within the circumstances we face. If you are looking or considering a speaker for your next virtual event, stop looking. You've found one, reach out today and book him. Now, what I find most interesting is we don't normally record when we're doing Zoom, but your energy does come through, and that's why we are. And I just think that's an amazing. um, Recommendation that we're all in this different world, but as a company, we can actually still get you in the room.
1: No, firstly, thank you so much for sharing that. I, I must admit, I, you know, that just put such a massive smile on my face when Warwick sent that to me. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's forced me to think and act differently, you know. Yeah. And it's not rah rah rah. I don't want people to confuse high energy and enthusiasm with just rah-rah, you know. Yeah, I'd love to think that when I speak, it does inspire people to do something, because that's the key, it's always about the doing. Now thinking about it is one thing, but doing something about it is, you know, that's where the power is. You know, it's not what you know, it's what you do with what you know. And I know that's very cliched, but it's so true. Yeah. yeah, so this period of time has forced me, you know what, probably to do the things that I should have done five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. But one of my favorite sayings, I think is a Chinese proverb, which is something along the lines of, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's right now. And so I'm planting trees. And I'm, I'm looking at, you know, so the question I asked before about who else do I need on my team? The two questions that really come before that are, what new skills do I need? What new knowledge do I need? Who else do I need on, on my team? So I need to take responsibility for the way forward but we're much stronger together than any one of us is by ourselves. And I think right now is a time to come together. I, yeah, I genuinely believe that.
0: And I think from a, a firm level, if, you, if you're if you looking at corporations and people that you work with, like I don't want to dive into money or anything too much, but let's be honest. These guys don't have to pay for your travel fare. They don't have to pay for your accommodation. <laughs> they can get you in the room straight away. And and it's right. and it's about being like you think if you've got staff, we've got all our staff working remotely and it can become draining. Um, you know, it's, we were talking the other day, Tony and I, and it's like, it's hard to leave work and home separate because it's all together now. Um, so when you're looking at this, we're, we're catching up like this, we can get you, in, you're in my house right now, Pete.
1: <laughs> you're a star. No, nah, look, thanks for actually pointing that out. You know, to Tony's point before, yeah, I've been so blessed, I've traveled the world. But now I can still travel the world virtually. I can still come into your office, I can come into your organization and you're so right. You know, they're not paying very often. Sometimes the challenging, you know, the challenges for companies is is, is funding. You know, flights all around the world, accommodation, um, transfers, meals. Not just for me, but also often for their delegates, for the you know the people within their organisations because they yeah. work in different parts and to bring them all into a conference destination. Yeah, is very very expensive. And now we can do that virtually. And One of the things that I loved about the the recommendation that I got from Warwick was the fact that he pointed out it was like having Peter in the room with us. And that's really a beautiful thing for him to say. And so, yeah, no, thank you for for, for pointing that out. I think that it eliminates all the reasons why not. And we need to ask, again, better questions. How can we make this happen? How can we impact on our people and keep them positive and enthusiastic but, 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 but challenged at the same time around, how can we be better tomorrow than we are today? We're still focused on continual improvement. We're still focused on the things that we want to achieve. So this is what we look like today. What do we as an organisation want to look like tomorrow? There's clearly a gap. How can we work together to bridge that gap? It's doable, isn't
0: it? It is. And I think those, those companies taking those steps and still trying to, you know, get their staff on a higher level. Um, I think now at the time where we can try different things, we can, you know, it, it's the time where we should be having those touch points with our staff because these are
1: the hard times. No, man, I love it. And, and also the power of us coming together and presenting to organizations, if you think about it, when you're talking about financial advice, and of course people have to go off and get their own financial advice, but really the pictures that you guys paint and what you've done for people around the globe yourselves. and. The, um, the the joint ventures in the States and all the things that you've done so the beautiful thing about us is that we come from you know I come from you know from 20 years of owning and operating retail pharmacies so I understand the importance of people and relationships and genuinely caring about our fellow human beings and uh, but we know too that by focusing on what matters most to you is what gives you your greatest joy if I can bring those things to life and for most people, we're not that different. You know, the things that matter to most people are our own health and wellbeing, uh, our families, our friends, having fun, making sure that our finances are in order, because very often that's one of our greatest sources of stress when we are concerned about how we're going to feed our family or how we're going to keep a roof over our heads. So us coming together really and truly makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: And Tony, how have you found that with clients as well? What Peter was saying, you know, they're they're trying to understand their finances in times like this. How have you found it in the new world?
2: Um, I think from our perspective with the finance side is we've always uh, had very close relationships with our clients and they've always known they can ring us up without getting a bill and things like that. So I think the uh, some in sometimes maybe even over communication has worked really well in these times. Uh, But I think from the finance side, there's we have been inundated with new client referrals from tw- 24 months of over communication with our clients. So the last four weeks, we are actually struggling to keep up with our, the demand that's been created through this crisis right now, because people are genuinely uh, unbelievably concerned. About what's happening with their superannuation funds and things like that and especially these people are people who have predominantly been unadvised so in other words they've gone to work on a daily basis they've turned up they've got their superannuation guarantee happening they might have a house they might have a paid off by now they're a couple of years away from retirement they've got four or five hundred thousand their super fund and that's their life that's their life that's what they've got and they are concerned is that going to be decimated is this the end of the world that to work until they're 75 now, you know, so it's um, so this is where I think them picking up the phone is that easy, easy, to, easy to do. Easy to do you know? <laughs> and now in saying that though, it's also one of the hardest things to do because sometimes people will referred uh, as some new clients a couple of months ago, who lovely, lovely couple, uh, young couple, and she came into quite an inheritance and she's never seen a financial planner before. And you could see how nervous they were when they first came in to speak with us. No, but now, now they're friends. You know, it's, it's that case of we've done everything for them, put them in place. But that initial, it's why would you want to speak to someone? And it's so hard to do, but it's these times of crisis where, you know, Peter, your message of easy to do, easy not to do is so important. Reach out, make the phone call because even this is definitely the case. We, we, we don't bite uh neither can we buy it obviously so i think
1: think you've made a massive point just now about it's not always easy uh you know please don't misunderstand you know you alluded to before about black belt in martial arts yeah no i had i had a dream as an eight-year-old boy to achieve a black belt in martial arts i didn't get started until i was 36 so like your financial friends i found it tough to make that call so it's but the key is that, you know, again, very cliched, but nothing changes if nothing changes. And if the the outcome that you want is strong enough, if you're really clear as to what it is that you want, and these people obviously want you know their money to be working for them or they want financial security. So they need there needs to be a doing, there needs to be an action step. And mm. for me, it's making a simple phone call to get into the game. In that case, the game was the game of martial arts. In in, in buying a pharmacy, you know, again, it's a different game altogether, but to have the courage to seek advice or guidance from people who maybe have gone before me, before making the ultimate decision of buying a business. Then in anything that we, that we do, then there, there will be challenges. So we need to rise to those challenges. Well, let's talk about that and ultimately to come out the other side and to be remarkable when i talk about being remarkable i'm, I'm talking about measuring success by your definition of success because what i deem as successful may be different to what you deem as successful Absolutely. so when i work with companies it really is sitting down and working out with them what game is it you want to play in let's talk about where the obstacles and barriers you know may present and what ultimately would you love this to look like at the other side let's see if we can paint a picture that is so exciting for us, that gives us real purpose, that real get up and go every morning. It gets me out of bed and gets me going, knowing that there's be challenging times along the
2: way. Pete, when you talk about easy to do, easy not to do, um, I've, you know, since I've known you, I've thought that's just one of the most... Wonderful things, you know, yeah, this is, it's easy to pick up the phone and ring someone. It's, you know, I got a message from two of my closest friends who you've met at one of the parties at our place and just sent a message yesterday, uh, Scott and Terry, just Scott did just saying, just reaching out to how you boys going. You know, so it's, um, you know, no. so yeah. And I, I actually feel more for Terry's wife, Angela, having to put up with Terry being at home all the time, but you know, it's, uh, but th- these are just those simple things to do that easy to do, easy not to do. We're friends reaching out, saying, how are you going? Is, you know, is life okay?
1: And I think those simple acts of kindness, as I like to refer to them, are really, they are so easy to do and they are so easy not to do. And the beautiful thing about all of this is that you get to choose, yeah. The doing is always a choice and the same as that our community listening to us today and watching us today Hopefully that they'll be inspired to do something something More something better something different moving yeah. forward Doing
2: nothing the choice too.
1: That's so, right.
2: Yeah, and it has consequences that choice
1: yeah, it, it, look, there are consequences to, to, to everything. And so what I talk about is is trying to have some clarity as to what it is that you would love this to look like down the track. As I said, you know, once I... Once I you, know, you talk about martial arts, you know, once I really, in my mind, once that black belt, you know, if I stopped to think about it as a little boy, I thought how cool would it be to be like Bruce Lee, you know, that sort of the superhero. I thought that would be amazing. And once that picture was painted and it was firmly, you know, here. Then getting out of bed after training, you know what it's like, you know, you get get home from training late at night and you get in the and you wake up the next morning and you can hardly walk. And it's sort of, they're the trophies. They're the trophies or the rewards for the doing. And yes, there will be, that's what I say, rising to the challenge. I was speaking in, uh, this was born, interestingly, last year, the year before I was invited to speak at a conference in, in the States, in Texas, actually. I'd never been there before. And it was a company that had been decimated. And they were talking about rising from the ashes. And so my presentation, we you know, we we chatted and we chatted, and my presentation was called Rise to the Challenge. And it's what's really interesting is it became so sought after, you know, that the three pillars that I talk about are get in the game, rise to the challenge, and be remarkable. So it's 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 universal. You think about anything that you do, you got you've got to have the courage to get in the game. There will always be interesting times, challenging times, rise to the challenge. But At the end of of time, we want to be remarkable. We want to walk out the other way. Even the project that we're talking about, we want to make a massive difference to people's lives. We get a sense of what remarkable will look like. And that's what we're focused on. And the steps that we need to take, that'll be easy to do, they will be easy not to do. I'm not saying to get fit and healthy is easy to do. You were talking about the treadmill. Jamie was talking about running. I'm talking about small steps taken consistently over time. That leads to massive achievement. It's two sit ups, push ups, yep. turns into three, turns into five, turns into 10. It's not one massive go of a thousand sit ups and a thousand push ups. One, you couldn't do it. Two, it would destroy your body, but it's just not realistic. Mm. Financial peace of mind. The, the, the getting into the game is making the call. And then through guidance and counsel, the small steps that I'll need to take to ultimately be able to look after the financial health and well being of my family. It may be And you've heard me tell this story before, but it it, it has resonated so strongly with me. At a conference that I spoke at, a gentleman who approached me at lunchtime around easy to do, easy not to do. And his name was Mike. And Mike said to me, Pete, easy to do, easy not to do. I have a fractured relationship with my 16-year-old boy. And as he's telling me this, he's, got, he's a big, strapping man, 120 kilograms of muscle, and he's got tears in his eyes. And I said, Mike, I'm not so naive to think that a simple act of easy to do, easy not to do, will heal a fractured relationship. But I said, mate, what about a simple text message to your boy? Mate, I'm away at the moment, but I love you and I'm thinking of you. Can't wait to see you on the weekend. A message, easy to do? Well, he walked away from me. And at the end of the day, I was getting ready to fly back to Melbourne uh, to see my family. He approached me and he has tears rolling down his cheeks. I've got no idea what's happened. I said, Mike, are you okay? He couldn't talk. I said, did you send the message? And he nodded his head. I said, did you get a response from your boy? And then once again, he nodded his head. I said, can I ask you, what did he say? This great big man looked at me and he said quite simply, Pete, my boy responded with dad i love you too and with that two grown men were crying like babies in each other's arms you cannot make this up it was a simple act of easy to do that brought these two boys father and son back together now call me old-fashioned but i believe it's the dad that needed to be the catalyst to get that relationship back on track. I'm not saying to solve a fractured relationship is easy to do, but making the choice around the doing, around sending the message. It's easy to do, it's easy not to do. And ultimately, it was Mike's choice. That's the power of the message. And it, it just adds and, 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 and sorry, Tony, and it's a philosophy. When I say the message, it is my philosophy on life, as you know. It's how I live my life.
2: Yeah. And it's it's interesting because the easy to do, easy not to do, um, you know, thought process behind it is the result will always be pleasure or pain um, as well. So and when you think of that as well, if if you think of the example you gave there with Mike is that him sending that text, he could get a response which could be pleasurable, which it obviously was. Yeah. Or could yes. have also been painful. Or he might not have got a response, uh, which is painful as well. So you're actually having the courage to get into the game, which is something that you always state. But, you know, it's, it's – sorry, I'm a, I'm a, I always quote you, Pete. But it's um, – but wow. having that courage to get into the game, having the courage – as a grown man to actually open themselves up, you know, so I, I was, I was quite lucky growing up who had a dad who was always very open and always you're always, you've always had on his sleeve. And as a result of that, you always knew that you were loved. Um, and he would tell you, so, you know, so you never had to worry about that, but. You make,
1: you make, you make such a powerful point. I don't want you to move away from what you said, the pleasure and pain. Yeah. Because I don't get to choose the event all of the time. What's going on today? But how I respond, that's my choice. He doesn't get to choose the response of his boy, but what he chooses to bring to the table, he must do. He must focus on what he can do, not on what he can't
2: do absolutely and and both of us coming from sporting backgrounds too you know it's, whether it's sport, whether it's food, whether it's addictions, whether it's work um you know or that easy to do, easy not to do, will always bring pleasure or pain, so as that example, you know somebody who um might take pleasure in having one drink. But that one drink could eventually end up seven drinks and that seven drinks could end up being painful. That seven drinks could be feeding an addiction. So it's, you know... I thought thought you were talking about my Sunday hangovers because they are painful. They are, but it's uh. But you got you live next door to McDonald's, so you know how to cure them. <laughs> so, it's, uh, but it, but the idea is, you know, and even even from a sports background, Pete, and you come from an elite tennis background before even your martial arts. Um, but the the basis of it is, and with my sporting background too, you know that that pain that you get put through and that pain that you put in ends up giving you that pleasurable result. That that short term pain. Can give you that pleasurable result in the end. So when our brains are looking for that endorphin rush all the time, uh, sometimes that endorphin rush can end up being very painful for you. So it's easy to do, easy not to do. It's easy not to have that chocolate cupcake, you know. So it's um, it's it's easy to to go online and order a treadmill. It's uh, but it's also easy not to do.
1: Can I come back though? I don't want people to think that. You know, you two, you know, with you know, your triathlon background and your martial arts background, it's not about high-achieving people. No. You know, I, I don't think that easy to do, easy not to do. Oh, yes, but look, he's an enthusiast. He's an extrovert. He's... No. Can I tell you, yes, people see me as an extrovert. I can tell you when I started martial arts, I was the oldest, the ugliest, the worst. This was really awkward and uncomfortable for me. Um, I, I, I understand, you know, challenging times. The people from around the globe who have messaged me, around what it's done to their to, to their lives. I got the most extraordinary message from a gentleman in the States saying how by getting into you know, his health and fitness game, which he had so neglected, had turned him into a better husband, father, lover. He listed all these things that just put such a massive smile on my face, the things that he was prepared to share with me by simply getting into a game that he had not been prepared to play previously. It's not about the game I want to play. It's about you being clear on as to the game that it is that you want to play. Then let's talk about it. And I do that with organisations, the same as I do you know with individuals. Let's talk about the game that we want to play. Let's get some clarity around what you would love this to look like. And now let's look at the steps that we're gonna to need to take. The, the, the challenging times, the obstacles, the, the joyful times that may be part of our journey forward. But it's always the choice around the doing. Your point about easy not to do, sometimes that's the right call. Sometimes we can't say yes to everything. Right now we're going through a time when we're all asked to do lots of things. And sometimes the right thing to do, and it's not always is to say no. Sometimes a, a, a no serves you better than a yes. That's not always about just taking things on board and doing things. Sometimes the best thing that you can do around easy to do, easy not to do, your choice, it is your choice, is to say no, because I need to stay focused on what matters most to me. And somebody painted a picture to me, my brother actually, who I love, he's he's really my best friend, he said to me, you know, but you can't say yes to everybody, you can't solve everybody's problems. And, And if you keep in mind that by doing that and doing that and doing that, that's taking time away from your kids and your grandchildren, yeah, how does that make you feel? So we have to make sure that what we're doing is pushing us in the direction that we also want to move in. I'm also of the belief that if you can help, then it's beholden upon you to help. But easy to do, easy not to do for me has, I think the messaging from all around the globe has reinforced the power of that of that message.
2: Yeah, Pete, when we were in uh, Port Douglas sitting around the pool, um, I made a comment to you asking the question because... <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> so that's uh i i made a comment to you asking a question from the previous day um and that was you challenged us all to write down i think it was five things at the time but uh that you changes that you wanted to make in your life and i said i would suggest that at least three of them appear on 99 percent of those goals and that was you want to lose some weight or become healthier or fitter. You want to spend more time with your family and you want to earn more money, especially when you're talking to a room of 400 financial planners. So it was, um, and that's it. That seems to be the thing, but I also said one of the biggest concerns I always have is people will write those plans down with the greatest of intentions. You go out that night, have, eat all the wrong foods, get drunk because they're away in some way, you know, on a conference, and then go back to the office on Monday and actually not make those changes. And from that, we, I suppose, spoke more in depth probably about three years ago now. They said, why don't we try and do something about that? Not not so much for the financial planning industry, but um, if people want to get their finances in order, they want to become healthier and things like that, we decided that, well, why don't we do something to actually help out, especially these SME owners who, you know, the 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 gift of being an entrepreneur sometimes is working 20 hours a day. Uh, seven days a week you know so it's um so sometimes people see on the surface well haven't I mean, they got a good life but you know it, it's hard work you know, to be successful you know running the pharmacies and running your own business we know and running our own business and several businesses over the years as well so when we spoke about that one of the things we were talking about and you used the word before is collaborating with other people getting other people on our team so i i, th- I think yeah so just just going down that path uh, do you want to give a bit of an idea of, you know, why we thought we could do this and how we thought we could do it, et
1: cetera? I was just reaching across when you were talking about that time in Port Douglas. You know, I now have a card. That, yeah, it's easy to do, easy not to do. But on the other side of the card, you know, it quite simply says, get in the game. Yep. You know, so give some give some thought around, you know, what the big picture goal is and what is the first step that you're going to take. Because sometimes we we you know we set goals that are so grand that we don't have the courage. To make a start and it really is about taking that first step so if I want to get fit and healthy my first step is two sit-ups and two push-ups if I Mike if I want to have a better relationship with my boy the first step the first step has to be the easy to do easy not to do first step or sending a text message if I want to have financial freedom my first step is to speak to my friends at Coffin Bond uh, and they'll guide me one way or the other but again it's just giving some thought and this project let's call it our, our, our project the reason why it makes such sense to me is one look the joy of doing something together and having you know as i said before having the input also now of, of uh you know jamie's energy and enthusiasm and the rest of the, your team at kofkin bond is fun for me okay so that's the first thing because for me going forward at the risk of sounding superficial I only want to work with people who I enjoy working with. And that's really, really important. Because I think... It's a rule we have as well. (laughs) Well, for me, it's about... Because I want to do what gives me my greatest joy because it takes a lot less energy to do that than to do something else. And I want you to be able to do the same thing, okay? To be able to bring to the table what it is that uh, gives you your greatest joy. And if we can come together with that and believe that we can be bigger and stronger together than either one of us can be by ourselves, then let's keep this conversation going. And that's really for us is what this was about. This was about speaking to you know, SMEs and we both understand those back backgrounds very, very clearly from you know where we've come from, but also the work that we've done around the world today that we get a real sense of what matters most to them. But it's not what we think matters most to them, it's by working with them and understanding what does matter most to them and then focusing on those areas so that we will learn and grow together. We're very much of the collaborative approach and also then bringing in the experts where we need to bring the experts. You know, for me to stand on stage and think that I can speak about the economy or I can speak about marketing and social media, yeah, do I know stuff about that? Yes, of course I do. Am I the best person to speak on those areas? No. So why not bring in the experts? And so that's exactly what we're doing. We're giving structure to this project, but we're enabling people, you know, health and nutrition all if they were to pay for what we're going to bring to uh, the stage would be a ridiculous amount of money but for us to take control of bringing the best of the best onto stage and working over a period of time with our sme friends then i think that we can make a massive impact and add real value to their lives not just their professional lives but their personal lives as well and i think that's really important to both of us
2: i think that's vitally important it's um and also too it's 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 if we, if we give an example of that, uh, Caroline Baker, who is a friend of ours in the firm and had done a, uh, she's one of the healthiest individuals, the Amazon warrior. She's one of the healthiest individuals you can meet. And I was chatting to her yesterday and I said, since I haven't been able to swim, and as you know, I was meant to be doing the English Channel this year, that's been cancelled now or at least put off for 12 months. Um, But the basis behind it too is I said, sometimes when I'm doing weights, I'm feeling this incredible amount of fitness. And she asked me the question, have you ever done yoga? And I said, no. Uh, And even though, you know, if martial arts and all all the years we've done that, we're we're fairly flexible, you know, especially for me being a bigger guy, Uh, you know, I've got some good flexibility. So what she actually did yesterday, and this was actually by saying, well, how will it help me? What will it do, etc.? She actually did a 15 minute video of an introduction to yoga and emailed emailed it to me yesterday. So there's a visual there and here's what you do as a beginner, Tony, so you don't injure yourself and things like that as well. Now, Caroline is going to be part of what we're doing as well, but that's the example of bringing the best to the party to be able to help us as individuals. So if she did that, yeah, if she did that for someone who's been doing yoga for 10 years. Well, they don't, they don't need that video. But for someone like me who's a bit reluctant to pick up their phone and go to that yoga studio where you've got all these wonderful, gorgeous people and then you've got Tony who's trying to swim with the English Channel, um, you know, it's a bit different. But that 15-minute introduction gives me the courage yeah, think, to get into that game.
1: I think there's so much to love about that story and reinforcing that it's not what she thinks, it's what's best for you and she's done her homework by having a discussion with you knows exactly where you're at and has supplied you with what you need where you are right now but again this is where you want to be this is where you are today and there's a gap and she's working with you to bridge that gap and that's what we're doing with our SMEs really getting a sense of where they're at and where they would love to be what they would love their business to look like what they want their personal lives to look like and then it's us going shoulder to shoulder with them. we 're not saying now you go and do this we're saying let's go and do this together and gotcha. i love that. I love that story because I think that that brings to life so many of our of our messages but ultimately it's about the doing. It was easy to send you the video it was easy not to send you the video. She chose to send it to you
2: absolutely and, so, that's, why, and that's why that's why she's and that's why she's part of what we're doing uh going forward as well so <laughs>
1: Look, mate. I look forward to, to meeting you. And, and that's what we're doing. We're going to bring the most appropriate people to the stage. Uh, and you know something? Whether it's a, a physical stage or whether it's a virtual stage, again, one of the beautiful things to what Jamie spoke about early on, which was so powerful and meaningful, is that just doing this. Now, we may have thought before, oh, we'll just come into an office together and do it together. And, you know, Jamie's you know, talent around social media is far greater than mine. And he's brought us together you know, on, a, on this call today and we're sitting in different parts of the world in different, right now. I, I love that. So if we extrapolate that, there's no reason why we still can't impact on the communities that we would love to impact on and the communities that will receive the most amount of value and the most amount of meaning by us doing it in this way. And so the questions are just more powerful now. How can we make it happen? It's not, will we or what, it's, how can we do this? because we know the power of it. What are we waiting for? I think, okay. I think it's, like, and in some ways we've been given a gift. We've been given a gift of of, of time to, to to maybe sit down and reflect. Reflection, yeah. And yeah, it is. I spoke at a conference not so long ago and the theme of the conference, and I sort of em- embellished it a little bit, but it was about reflect, reset, and then rev up. In other words, let's look back at what I've done sit- over the last 12 months. Now let's reset. But then ultimately there's resetting and doing nothing or there's resetting and then moving forward through action. You know, the revving up part. Yep. And I like that a lot. And that even that message today is not even, it is today so incredibly powerful. Let's reflect on where, where we've been, what we've done. Let's reset right now. Okay, what do I need to do more? What do I need to do better? What do I need to do differently? And I was so appreciative, you know, Jamie opened before about the recommendation for me. It, It proves that we can be equally as powerful, almost virtually. We can bring the same energy and enthusiasm, but it's always around content. It's always about people being able to take what we talk about and moving from inspiration to application. It's always about the doing. And we can still work with our clients. We can still work with our communities moving forward, doing it virtually. So we've run out of reasons why not. Our clients, our communities have run out of excuses as to why not to exercise, why not to read, why not to be better tomorrow than I am today. It's always about the doing. And the choice is easy to do, it's easy not to do. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to encourage, inspire, support, listen to people so that they too can be better tomorrow than they are today
0: gentlemen thank you very much for today and peter that message i just love and and i can't wait to actually get this podcast out because i think it's a perfect time people are going to have plenty of time over easter if they're not allowed to travel and catch up with larger extensive family but you know hopefully people have that time to reflect and and have some time together but gentlemen i really appreciated this podcast today
2: peter i sincerely thank you for your friendship and really looking forward to the next 40 years together mate
1: Mate, right back at you and both of you really, I hope you can feel that big symbolic hug right now because it is a joy and quite sincerely, I cannot wait to see how the future unfolds for us collaborating.
2: Just before we close there, when Peter, you said that big virtual hug and for all of you out there, I can assure you, Peter doesn't mind giving a hug. I've got plenty of big hugs from him as well. (laughs) And that's that's the beautiful friendship we've always had, Pete. Thank you, mate. We'll leave it on that. All right. See you, gentlemen. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye.